After he had devoured her with his eyes for what he knew was an inappropriate length of time, he stepped forward and gently covered her with the sheet and blanket. His hand brushed up against her skin, and he thought that she still felt warm. He glanced at the cup of water and the bottle of aspirin. She hadn't drunk any water or moved the cup that held it, and he felt bad for not reminding her to take aspirin before she fell asleep. He wasn't sure what good it would do her at this point, but he figured it couldn't hurt to try. The priest figured he ought to wash up himself while Audrey was still sleeping. Although the sticky dried blood on his feet and shins had already turned into dry black ass that fell off his skin as he walked, he still felt dirty and disgusting. It was time for a shower and a fresh set of clothes before deciding on his next move. He moved into the bathroom where he discovered all the blood on the towels, the washcloths, the floors, and the bottom of the bathtub were now streaks and smudges of black ash. He used the soiled towels to clean up the blackness from the floor and the walls of the tub, peeled off his sweat-soaked running shorts, and climbed beneath the shower spray. As Father Matthew shampooed his hair, he felt a multitude of warring emotions and thoughts well up inside him. He had grown quite fond of the young woman who lay asleep in the next room, but he couldn't deny what was happening to her. She was rapidly deteriorating physically, and she had already shown the ability of great feats of strength and violence. She was oozing black dust and ebony pus. She couldn't speak. She had a penchant for eating human organs with her bare hands. Things looked bleak. I should put her out of her misery, the priest said to himself. Yet he knew that wasn't really an option. He believed in the sanctity of human life. And he believed that's what she still was. Human life. She had come to him as human life. And that's what she would remain in his eyes, even as her body turned to blackness and dust. Unlike some of the other people whom he'd seen, Audrey was still capable of rational thought and following instructions. She could hear him. She could see him. She could have destroyed him by now a hundred times, but she had chosen not to. Father Matthew believed that she could still be saved if only he could find a way to save her. He was saddened by the realization that he had no idea how to make it happen. Prayer didn't seem to have any effect on her. Was there anything a doctor could do? Going back to the hospital was the last thing on his mind. But subconsciously, a little voice inside his head told him that it was the only place where he could bring Audrey if he wanted her to get medical attention. He had no idea whether something as simple as a round of antibiotics or a shot of penicillin might have an effect. Was he willing to take that chance? He didn't think so. He would never forgive himself if he didn't try everything he could to return her back to normal. We have to go back to the hospital. When he said the words out loud, he realized that there really wasn't any other choice. Not only did he want to find medical care for Audrey, he also wanted to check on that woman and her children whom he'd seen pull into the parking lot in their van. 
The image of their faces in his rearview mirror as he drove away still haunted him. He knew they had no inkling of what awaited them behind the sliding automatic doors of the hospital entrance. Father Matthew washed his body with handfuls of lavender soap. There were no more clean washcloths. It felt good to stand under the spray of warm water. He never wanted to get out of the shower. He thought he might be happy to stay there forever until the problems of the outside world resolved themselves on their own. Unfortunately, he knew that wasn't an option. He had to bring Audrey back to the hospital. But first he had to have something to eat. He didn't want another episode like the last one. It wouldn't benefit anyone for him to lapse into a diabetic coma in the middle of... Don't say it. It's not a zombie apocalypse.